Welcome to the Champion Breakdown, where we highlight the gold nuggets, the tips and tricks to help you become the best version of yourself in your journey to becoming a champion. Welcome, you guys. This is the Billy Breakdown. I love how that rhymes, but we are breaking down the episode that we just did with Billy Kemper. How amazing was he? Oh my gosh. Mm, I could not have had a better first guest, April. I was blown away, even though. I'd watched his um, series, Billy, go and find that, you guys. It's on YouTube. There are so many points in his story that were shocking to me. Number one, I feel like we all get into the trap of like, oh, if you're not already the best at three, you're never going to make it. And he was, I mean, he talked about being quite old. He was never a favorite. He was never the best. He just kept going, never gave up, never stopped believing in himself. I know. It's so inspiring to see that because even as a parent, like I think as parents, sometimes when we're raising kids that are wanting to be in a certain sport and, you know, they might be maybe like kind of like Billy, like 10 or 11 when they decide, oh, actually, I want to try that sport. And, you know, you enter them into that sport and they start, you know, competing and they're just so far behind and it almost feels like how in the world, but there's no rhyme or reason behind it. I really believe that if somebody that people they have it in themselves and you see that with Billy for sure, like so many things that he talks about that have got got him to where he is, it almost seems like it was this ingrained thing inside him that just was waiting to, (laughs) to be born, you know? Yeah. And I mean, this, like he said in the podcast, you don't have to have bad things happen to you to make you great, but he really was such or is such a master in um, channeling all these things, these bad things really that have happened to him into his purpose. And I don't think he didn't really share everything on the podcast, but if you guys go watch his series, you'll learn more about him and be even in awe at the person he is, but you'll also see like, okay, that's why his heart is so strong. That's why his mind is so strong. Again, like it's a place of gratitude. And it's just such a good lesson because it seems like everybody's going to have their heart, right? And it's really, it's not the it's not the thing that happens to you. It's, it's the way that react to what happens to you. Uh, and that really does make a champion. If you can have something happen to you and don't become a victim, you know, really turn it into something good or find the the good in it. You know, there is a reason that it happens and, and finding that good and harnessing that. And, and that has been such an an inspiration for him in his whole career. You know, can you imagine losing your brother at such a young age? Um, and he just was able to take that situation and, and really harness that. And, you know, it's um, listening to him talk about that and how, you know, every time he went out there to surf um, and just thinking about like, I get to do this and my brother doesn't. And that is such an amazing w- way to think. It's not si- sitting there feeling sorry for, you, for yourself about what happened. It's more just like, okay, well, I'm going to take this and look, I get to do this because there are going to be days that you're not going to want to go out there. There's n- there's always going to be days that it's going to be hard. And just um, deciding that um, the gratitude and, and the way you're looking at it, I just love it. Mm-hmm. What I was really kind of shook me to my core listening to Billy, a lot of athlete lives can be very selfish. I mean, I remember feeling that being an athlete. It's all about you, you being your best self, you, you, you. And what I couldn't believe was is 
it didn't really seem like that for him. He did it, like you said, for his brother who wasn't living, for all the people that didn't have the opportunity, for all the people who could have in the future that opportunity for his family. And he seemed to live in a very selfless way, yet still focus on being his best self. But it was always like for others to show others what's possible to like be grateful for his body and every day he had. I just loved that part about his story. I I know. And you know what else is amazing about him that he talked about is how early on he realized how important it is what you put in your body. It's it's amazing because I don't think in the um, at least it's come, it's changing for sure. But especially in the surf industry, that's not necessarily the norm, like working out in a gym and making sure that you're really mindful about what you're putting in your body and how much he realized how important that was or that is and how he's really noticed a big difference with how he how he does in his competitions and even just getting out there. And I just love that because you and I are so much like that. We just know how important that is of what you're putting in your body. Um, and so to see that and as a young athlete, he, he could, he figured that out. That was awesome. Yeah. And I think we both had parents who raised us very young like that. I mean, I never forget my mom saying like, you're a, you're a fast sports car. You put the premium fuel in the fast cars and you put the premium fuel in your body. And, but I don't remember hearing athletes talk about that, that I looked up to ever. And I think if I had of, I would have listened more to my mom instead of thinking she was annoying and a weirdo. And I was the only one doing this, you know? Um, so yeah, listen, listen up guys. Um, that's so funny. She said that you guys were sports cars. My mom said we were thoroughbreds. (laughs) You don't feed thoroughbreds junk food. Okay. If you want them to, (laughs) if you want them to be thoroughbreds, you feed them thoroughbred food. It's so funny. (laughs) We have such similar moms in so many ways. I love it. We do. Um, some words, I can't wait to go back and actually listen to Billy's episode again because there were just too many good nuggets. But some words I'll never forget that he said when he talks about like the five powerful statements that he says to himself and reads and kind of yells when he's feeling um, fearful or doubtful. I remember the one that he said, nature never repeats itself. Um, and if you watch his documentary, you'll see why that is so um, important to him and so powerful because when you are in a sport like that where you don't actually have control I mean that makes me feel better when I go out (laughs) just nature never repeats itself well especially because he came that affirmation is one that he talks to himself about right now especially because he's literally coming back he's still literally so fresh and new coming back from this horrific injury and how do you not have those fears and so how do you deal with um getting over those fears of getting back out there and you know what kind of self-talk do you need to have because it doesn't have to be his exact affirmations but just seeing how important that is the way that you're talking to yourself and the things that you need to tell yourself um especially when you're in a sport like that where it's an individual sport and you're out there on your own and you just need to just tell yourself these things because otherwise you're going to go to a dark place. And so you have to just keep remembering. And this is just the same kind of thing that we talk about all the time is that you're going to continue to hear us talk. We talk about it before the podcast all the time, but you'll start hearing us talk about it all the time now is how important your thoughts are and how important the words that you tell yourself are and how important your mind is because you guys thoughts become things. Words are powerful. So speaking into yourself and speaking positive affirmations to yourself is so important. It's everything. And I think 
with, you know, there's parents going to be listening to this breakdown, there's coaches and, and we want the kids to hear it. But um, if you're a parent and coach listening too, I mean, even if you're the parent of a kid who has a bad accident, like I've been through that and it's just as important for like the biggest supporters to also speak those positive affirmations to yourself so that you're not projecting your fear on your kid too of what could happen again. That was really helpful to me anyway with through two kids in like crazy extreme sports myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. We have to be the biggest supporters. It's it, it's even comes back down to um, the belief stuff. You know, you have to not only do you have to believe in yourself, but you have to look to your best biggest supporters to believe in you. And if you are one of those supporters to um, a champion, um, an up and coming champion, and you might not believe that they're going to win the Olympics or whatever, like you you never say that right because and you just have to make yourself believe it. I just even remember when Julia won her gold medal. I remember because if you listen, you you guys will hear her in her episode talk about this, but she going into that Olympics, you know, she had been competing really well, doing really well. And, um, you know, she was favored to do do well at the Olympics and she hadn't yet. And it was the last event. And I just remember being like, and I was her, one of her biggest supporters there. I was, you know, taking care of her in our RV, more on that later. But, um, <laughs> but, and I was the one that, that had to, you know, really encourage her even when she was down. And it's hard sometimes when you're that person, because you can look at that situation and say like, oh man, yeah, when they're complaining too, when the athlete's complaining, like, oh man, this is hard. It's hard for you not to be like, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, but for you to want to be there, like, yeah, but look at you. You're amazing. Like, go out there and just do your thing because if all the, the everything clicks, you've got what it takes, you know? And so we do as, as those, those champion, we're like the champion cheerleaders. That's what we yeah. are. <laughs> and, you know, you young athletes listening to this too, um, it might be uncomfortable at first to say these like positive affirmations to yourself, but it just know it's like anything. It becomes easier and more natural the more you do it, but it feels really weird at first. And if you want to practice, this would be one of my best tips too, is be the cheerleader also. Like most of you, are, even if it's individual sports, you're going to be around other people and practice this belief speaking to other people. Like you've got this. Um, you know, whatever it is you would want someone saying to you, say it to other people. And um, then you'll build that habit of just like speaking life over people, speaking belief, and then you'll be able to do it to yourself a lot more easily. Yes, exactly. I love it. Be the biggest cheerleader, no matter what. Okay, talk to you guys later. (laughs) 